You're listening to Money Minded, your West Coast mortgage and real estate news podcast. I'm your host, Randy Vance, alongside my podcast partner, the multi-talented Heather Lowry. On today's show, we're talking about the pros and cons of renting versus owning. Joining us in studio is the man, the myth, the mustache, Dave Fagans, principal broker and owner of Windermere Central Oregon Real Estate. And we'll have your Central Oregon Real Estate market update, as well as your West Coast mortgage news. Today is March 25th, 2021. Stellar show lined up, you guys. Make sure you stick around. Are you looking forward to having Dave on? It's the highlight of the week, nay month, nay year. I just really like it when he talks into the microphone. Do it, Dave. Good afternoon. So without further ado, let's introduce and welcome to the show the man, the myth, the mustache, Mr. Dave Fagans, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Golf clap, please. There we go. So Heather and I wanted to have you on the show because you've been in Central Oregon for what seems like millennia, mm. possibly at least multi-century. Randy, I'm so old that Dead Sea was just sick. That's old. Oh, yeah. That's classic. Right. Classic. Thank you. But you know, we wanted to bring you on. You've got you've got some expertise. You, you've seen Central Oregon grow um, into what it is today, and you see it continue to grow. And so, we really just kind of wanted to get some perspective on things. So, we've put together a list of uh, very penetrating questions for you. Um, first question, Mister Fagans. In yes. such a competitive market, what is your advice for first-time homebuyers? Hmm. Prepare. Uh, seek a lender early. Uh, take their advice about how to be as qualified as possible. Sometimes it takes a few months to be as optimally qualified as you know, Randy. Right. To be able to present the best offer going forward. So if you're pre- if you're preparing to buy a home, get with your favorite lender. Or seek a lender that's favorite to your realtor mm-hmm. and use a local. It's very important. We have a lot of competing national lenders that claim to be able to do discount loans. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. You're definitely going to want to reach out to your lender and your real estate agent. Your real estate agent is going to be able to guide you with regard to who they trust. They're going to have the most experience of who can perform and who is the best fit for their clients. Because a realtor, not unlike uh, anybody else's, you got to like who you're with. And same thing with a a lender. And setting proper expectations, too, for for first-time homebuyers, especially in a market like this. Yeah, exactly. So... I do have a question for you as well. Hmm. What did the uh, your progression into real estate look like, and what does it currently look like as the principal broker of Windermere Central Oregon? Hmm. In my previous life, I was a home builder, a home builder in the Portland metropolitan area. So uh, in that life, I uh, did never wish to be a realtor. I thought that I could do it all. So usually I sold my own product, but when I paid those checks to realtors, I wasn't fond of that because my experience with those realtors were not the way I try to behave today. And now being on the other side of the fence, I very much enjoy the real estate world, uh, being a realtor and servicing clients and making dreams come true. Dave, Dave, let's get a look at those hands. Go ahead and turn them up. Mm-hmm. Those are not the hands of a builder. Look how lotiony, smooth, and soft oh, yeah, those hands and are. And sweaty, and sweaty. And sweaty. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to I gotta tell you, that's something I learned I did not know about you. I thought we knew each other really well. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, we don't. 
It's a it's a, a burgeoning friendship. I'm, I'm happy and I'm sad at the same time. But Ooh. you know, talk about what a heck of a background to, uh, to to work on the building side and then you know get into real estate. How long have you been in real estate? Got my license to be a realtor in 1999, August of 99. So last week. Awesome. Yeah. Recently, yes. yes. I don't know that Heather was even a twinkle in the loins of her parents at that point, but yes. I was, and then some. Sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Based off of the previous months, where do you see this market going, Dave? Hmm. I, th- I see the market staying where it's at. Uh, we have noticed very recently that sellers are coming to the table, coming to the front, whether it's spring fever expectations that that's the correct time to market, perhaps. We're seeing an influx in listings, which is great for the world of Central Oregon, for Mm -hmm. sure. So what do I see going forward? More of that. Uh, I hear interest rates might trickle up a bit, uh, but I think all in all, our inventory will service the need. And pricing, I think, will find a leveling of some point here pretty soon, I, I hope. But uh, that's more speculation than fact. We're just lucky to be here. We are in a very desirable spot. And that has protected our industries mutually because of the demand that people want to live the way we live. Right. The culture here is amazing. It is. It is. I, uh, I've got a real brain brain teaser for you here. Super mm. important question. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I happen to know that you're a te- tequila aficionado, if you will. Is that, is that the correct terminology? Mm. Right? I'll, I'll accept that. Okay. Uh, two-part yeah. question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your favorite tequila and why? Hmm. This I, is important for our listeners. This is great. Well, there, there's, there's a whole history of tequila in which I won't divulge today. My favorite is the Don Julio brand. And of the Don Julio brand, the 1942 vintage is by far the favorite tequila elixir that I could ever give or receive. 1942, as in the year you were born. Correct. It happens to be that same year. (laughs) 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 Quality. Quality. On that note, uh, my latest question is going to be, have you ever shaven your magnificent mustache? Mm. And the second part to that question is, was it a Samson and Delilah situation? Do you feel as if you lost all of your real estate power? Mm. Well, uh, this appendage, as I consider it now, uh, came to me in, in, when I was 17. I shaved it off once in my life, and I was 18 years old. And I've not had a naked upper lip ever since then. So it's really an appendage. My, I wake up sometimes dreaming that I shaved half of it off or the entire thing off, and it's pretty freaky. And my bride, Judy, would actually like me to just keep it as well. The more I can cover up this mug, she finds that to be very appealing. I doubt that. It's like a superhero cape mm. to you. Well, you're very kind. So I, I hear that you actually have uh, your number one fan in your your mustache fan club is uh, Mr. Tom Selleck, who has quite a lovely mustache himself. He's he's got more going on than I'll ever wish to have. But yes, there, <laughs> you know, there is a mustache here. Well, yes. you know, to wrap up our Q and A with you, Dave, and, and we kind of already touched on it um, briefly, but I, I'd like for you to elaborate just a little bit more. Explain to the listeners why it's important to work with a local lender versus a big box lender or an online lender that someone found because they've got a sexy interest rate or you know something that they just found clicking around. 
Could you explain why uh, why to. you would use a local lender, why that's important? You bet. Locals know the environment here. Locals working with locals make, make in this highly competitive buyer's market, they make uh, transitions happen quicker. I would much rather engage with someone that I'm familiar with in the industry, especially a lender, than I would from a Quicken or a Rocket or an unknown commodity. Right. And we should we should just go ahead and let Rocket know if they are listening. We're not here to bash them. They not have their they have their place, and they're really good at what they do for what they do. Uh, but I happen to t- I, I tend to agree with you on the local lender standpoint. Um, you know, we do know the area. Our underwriters know the area. We realize that property values are going up so quickly, whereas a lender from say the other side of the country, New York or Florida, might not quite grasp um, what the market is like here. Yeah. Yeah. And to go a little further, it's nice to see the personalization towards clientele as opposed to marketing to several hundreds of thousands of people. They are marketing to the real estate agents that know them the best. They're going to be able to talk to your clients in a way that speaks to them. Great. Great. Well, um, Dave, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, do you want to stick around while we, uh, while we play the renting versus owning game? I'd enjoy that. All right. All right, we're going to play a game called Renting versus Owning. I'm going to be the devil's advocate for renting, and I want uh, Heather and Dave, I want you to convince me why I should think about buying. Okay? I'll uh, I'll go first with some pros about renting. Randy Renter here. No maintenance costs. So if the garbage disposal breaks or the toilet overflows... I don't have to fix it. I can call the property management company and they send someone to fix it. So that's my, that's my first pro. Uh huh. So I do like that, but depending on the way that your tax professional has structured your taxes, there is an opportunity to depreciate any repairs that you do have. Typically we find that a home has less than that's 10 years old, has less um, maintenance cost um, items such as roofing, HVAC, plumbing, water heaters, and structural items. She's no fun. Don't <laughs> typically degrade enough in that ten-year span to quantify your maintenance cost as an issue. Wow! Snap! I, I, I yes. <laughs> All right. That. I have less liability as a renter. I have less liability, right? When it comes to my my insurance, or if something were to happen, someone were to get injured on my property, um, I have less liability. That's that's on the homeowner. It is and it isn't. Um, tell me more about that. I mean, are you talking about um, somebody taking their dog on a walk and tripping, or? Yeah, or you know, someone who came over and fell down the stairs, or maybe you know, put their foot through the bottom of a trampoline. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm really spitballing here. The great thing is you have massive amounts of equity in your home as opposed to not. So you have, um, homeowners insurance that covers things of that nature. Um, and it's pretty amazing when we have liability or we talk about liability or costs such as that, um, any of the changes that you make to an apartment are typically not permitted. Um, there's a lot more flexibility in home ownership than there is in renting, in my opinion. I don't want to pay property taxes. And if I rent, I don't have to pay property taxes. Nobody likes paying taxes. Dave? These are valid points. I would strongly come back and say, why would I choose to pay someone else's mortgage? 
why not put that in my own pocket every month and own a place? Very good point, especially with the rents in Central Oregon, really across the whole West Coast. They're very close. Uh, they are very Ownership close. Ownership versus renting yeah. expense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm supposed to be devil's advocate over here, but I'm going to hop on the other side of the fence with you guys real quick and, and just say that, you know, I, I've got a, a client testimonial who uh, she's currently paying 2400 in, in rent mm-hmm. every month and got her qualified uh, $350,000 house plus and she's going to be saving three, four hundred bucks a month to own. Yes. Right. Right. Okay. Back on the other side of the fence with oh, me. Wait, there's more. Right? Oh, there's okay. more to that. There's so much more good. There's about. so much more good. Right. So you get a tax break on your mortgage insurance, which is also great at the end of the year. Um, you mean the mortgage interest that yes, I pay? Mor- I get, yes. I get to write that off? Yes, you do. With my yes, CPA? Do. Fantastic. Yes, okay. And you on guys top are. Of that, there's more. There's more. But wait. Okay. There's more. <laughs> So if you're talking about um, quantifying that 4000 to $5,000 that you're paying in taxes at the end of the year, not only do you get your um, that um, interest as a deduction, you also have to take into consideration that here in Central Oregon, we've seen a shift of fifty dollars to $100,000 in equity for most homeowners that have purchased in the last year. Um Wow, in the last year. In the last ye- year. And, and I'm hearing that we're not the only community. This is something that is almost across the board on, right. on the entire West Coast. Right. So while people are talking about that four to 5000 they're not thinking about that fifty to 100000 and sometimes even more. So it pays to own. All right. So you're slowly, slowly bringing me over to the other side of the fence. But I've got a couple of that, you know, I really want to dig my, my heels in. Get on. after it. Okay. Good luck. Um, Good luck, sir. You know, I I like that I only have to pay a security deposit and I don't have to pay a big down payment. I mean, who's got 20% to put down? 20% is not required. There are many loan programs of which are far less than 20%. If you're a veteran, we are proud in America to be able to offer veterans zero to low percent loans. I love being taken to task by by you, Dave. And you know, it was really tough for me to put that down um, as a pro for renting because I do know there are many you know first time home buyer programs where you're looking at three uh, yes. percent as as a down payment for you know certain certain ways to qualify for those. And there are down payment assistance assistance programs that can help you get into a place you know relatively low out of pocket. Right, and like you had mentioned. Um, I'm not so good at this. Uh, you pay fees to get into I? the apartment, so we're talking first, last, and a deposit. So maybe that's four to six thousand dollars. But my apartment's got a great swimming pool and tons of amenities and a pickleball court. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of areas and communities within Central Oregon that do have those amenities. And it would be great to have you as a friend, so I could come visit you at those places. Yes. You're paying for them, so I can make him visit you and enjoy that. Thank you. All right. You guys win. <laughs> I call Cannonball off the deep end. All right. And now, with this week's Central Oregon Real Estate Market Update, the absurdly talented Mrs. Heather Lowry. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I just, I had a moment. All right. Now on to some not boring, absolutely superlative numbers here for Central Oregon. You have our attention. All right. So I want to talk about absorption rate because that 
is what we're seeing a, lo- a lot of homes hitting the market, but they're being absorbed. And we're talking like sponge, fast. Um, so the absorption rate in Bent, it is quantified in three different sections, 01, 02, 03. We have six more units absorbed in the market than were listed last week. Um, we had a positive nine. So we are up nine in the O2 region. O3, we are at a negative one. Redmond, we saw a positive nine. So we saw a lot of homes hit the market last week. Sun River, positive four, which they really needed it. Um, Lapine is a negative four. And last but most certainly not least, we saw 29 less units. Um, so what that means is maybe 50 hit the market. Um, over 50 got absorbed. So 79 in that instance. So while we're seeing the inventory hit, we're seeing it absorbed or sold plus some. So anything that was pre-existing on the market is gone as well. I honestly had no clue where you were going with that absorption. I mean, these are, you got to talk to me like I'm a five-year-old I liked, sometimes. I liked You're coming us. in with this real high level intellectual numbers you know, I share. I, I am good looking. And I'm raptured. just not that bright. And rapturing. <laughs> Randy Heather's both good looking and smart. So. Don't tell anybody. Uh, it sets high expectations. Yes. All right. Continue, All right. please. Next up is going to be the price per square foot. Now these are awesome teasing numbers. Bendo one, three hundred sixty-eight thousand. Bendo two, three fifty-seven. Bendo three, four ninety-five. Redmond, two eighty-five. Sun River, 468, Lapine, 264, and Deschutes, 351. Now, let's keep in mind that these are ranging from 1,200 to 1,500 square feet. They are not the large, larger square footage. So that's dollars and cents when you're reading that off? Oh. Per no, square foot. It is $368 per square wait, foot. Wait, per square foot? Per square foot. Wow. Don't what a put, time to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, one other figure that's really important to discuss that uh, kind of makes sense of the absorption is going to be the days on the market. Um, so we had a slight increase of days on the market from what we talked about last month. Um, last week, we saw um, Bend 01 reach seven days on the market. Bend 02 seven days on the market. Bendo three, 21 days on the market. And that's just because we higher see Higher end homes. Yeah, we see the prices. higher prices. Um, Redmond, 18. Sun River, seven. Mm. Lapine, 14 days on the market. The average for Deschutes County was 14 days on the market. Wow. Things are going quickly still. Now they're not the two, sometimes zero days in the market. Mm-hmm. And the explanation for that is going to be, there's more inventory hitting the market. So right. it's kind of pseudo leveling out, but we're seeing a great incline still. Dave, do you think we'll see uh, more homes hit the market with the warmer weather coming up? For sure. Yes. Right. People perceive that to be listing time. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> With your West Coast Mortgage News Update, I am Randy Vance. Markets remain volatile, but rates have stabilized somewhat since our last podcast. Keep in mind, rates are still very close to their all-time lows. The average rate for a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is now down to 3.33% as we record this show, down about 12 basis points or an eighth in rate since our last podcast. 
15-year rates have dipped down to 2.79% on average, and the 30-year jumbo is right in line with the 30-year conventional rate, hovering around 33 to 3.4%. So that about uh, that about kind of wraps things up for us. Uh, next week, we're going to have a new segment called the Four Letter Word. That's going to be really exciting, Dave. Uh, your name is four letters. Well, yes, it has. Randy. That that might just be the first four letter word. You may always use me as a bad example, Randy. <laughs> and now from the producer, errors and admission. Underwriters do not insure the company against losses; they protect the company. Good work, Randy. Putting twenty years of mortgage experience into use, bud. Proud of you. Ten day period to walk away, no matter what the reason is, is actually called a ten day inspection period, and it can be waived. Hey, that was a lot of fun today, uh, Dave Fagans. Thank you so much for joining us, the man, the myth, the mustache. Randy, thanks for being here. Yeah, as always, Heather, another great podcast. Thanks, Randy. I really love that you're my partner in crime. Ditto. The thoughts reciprocal. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on Money Minded. Today is March 25th, 2021. We look forward to talking to you next week.